should any of you ever decide to write a book that's based on other people's writings, don't do that. <laughs> uh, give me an example, sir. Yeah, I, I'm going to need a little more. I'm trying to write a book about Voltron. As one does. And As one finds himself. <laughs> As one finds himself. <laughs> that old chestnut. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if I had a nickel for every time. That is, I'm yeah. sorry. All I was, was going to say is I've had some difficulty with that, with trying to figure out how to not piss off people. Because <laughs> I, I started doing it, and I was like, well, I want to do this and this and this. And I started thinking, wait a minute. I'm going to be changing things. <laughs> that's, not, that's not good. They're going to come after me. And I'm like, you know, it's, so well. Sigh. it's called fan fiction. People have yeah. been writing it forever. Yes. Do <laughs> you, like man? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just going to do my version of it, and it's just going to be like, I'm just going to think in terms of like, look, I'm basically Michael Bay, okay? And there's going to be a lot of explosions and a lot of shit that people aren't going to like. But in the end, you're going to get done and you're going to feel like, eh. So, really? So you're, you're shooting for men? <laughs> you are Michael Bay. Good job. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really good Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome out to the Epically Geeky Show, <laughs> episode number 35. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question, which would you rather work for, the Ghostbusters or the Men in Black, Cyrus Martin? Men in Black. Any particular reason? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jay. Uh, Men in Black. Who would you rather work for? Men in Black. Any particular reason? Not really. <laughs> Lainey? You guys are such douches. Um, Ghostbusters, for sure. I think we all know why. Uh, our special guest for the evening is uh, Parker. Um, Parker, who would you rather work for? The MIB or the uh, Ghostbusters? MIB, sir. I right. think uh, aliens are way cooler than ghosts and you get to shoot some really cool weapons, and you get to actually meet aliens, which I think that would be a really, really cool thing to do. So that's my answer. Good enough answer for me. Was uh, anybody's answer based on the fact that they like one theme song better than the other? Nope. Okay. Didn't even think about that. Do they have I'm theme songs? Yes. Are they sure? Yes. Yeah, they do. You know what? Here it goes. You ready? Here comes the men, men in black. black. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Remember the big dance yeah. number at the yeah. end? Yeah. Mm. Death Kind of was a whole slide. big thing. The yeah. height of uh, Will Smith's with me. Just walk with me. It, it was, was not the height. Willennium was the height. Get out uh, of here. Oh, yeah. Getting jiggy with it. Na, 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 na. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. Is that what you like, Cy? Yeah. Jiggy on the <laughs> <desk>. <laughs> Men in Black. Mm. Okay. What about you, Eugene? Hey, Eugene. He was like a father. Obvious, obviously, <laughs> I would go with the Ghostbusters, mainly because I don't want to have to have everyone I know and love forget that I ever existed. But, uh, yeah. They I, already you know, did. Really? 
Ow. Actually, we could never forget Eugene. Never. No, because I show up no, every week and talk, us, unlike and some people who never emails. show up. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's a lot of hostility coming out. Like, Just saying, trying to get the show going. All right, so uh, tonight's main topic is we're, uh, we're talking about some other shows that we really enjoy, whether they be podcasts or web series or YouTube channels. Um, so, you know, I thought we might spread some love around here. And uh, let's talk about some of the other... Let's talk about some of the other shows and stuff that you know we're, we're watching that we're really digging right now. Uh, would anyone like to go first? I can uh, go. Oh, 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 sorry. Go huh? for it. I go, sorry. No, I'm trying to remember what we did last time. Yeah, you go first. I can go first, yeah. Um, uh, my first pick is definitely going to be the one that I mentioned last week on my as my pick, and that's uh, Bitch Sesh. It's a, a Real Housewives breakdown show, and they, it's uh, Casey Rose Wilson and uh, Danielle Schneider. One is a comedy writer. One is a really funny actress that I'm slightly obsessed with. And Did you say they w- she played Penny on... Yeah, um, on Happy Endings. She was yeah. Penny on Happy Endings, and she's hilarious. And oh, sometimes... Stop it. And then sometimes her friend Adam Pally, the guy that was also on Happy Endings, he's on which, it too. Which one was he? I don't remember the character, but it's like okay. her best friend on the show. Oh, okay, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so he's on the show sometimes too, and it's hilarious. So, but they're just really funny. Like they kind of go through the show. They watch it the same way I do, where they know that these women are horrible and awful, and they make fun of them and and just kind of like get into the nitty gritty of it. It's hilarious. So I it's love like it. a mystery science theater three thousand. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay, now when you put it in that light, it sounds that even sounds better. Really That's actually a good way it's to describe really, it. It's like super funny. It really is. And it's kind of a funny way to look at it, too. So, And they have a no-tagging policy, which I love. So, I know what? A no-tagging. So, like, if you listen to the show, you can't go on, like, Twitter or Instagram or something and, like, tag whoever they were talking about. Oh, okay, I got Because you. you don't want any of Because, like, everybody wants the show to continue happening. And nobody wants... Like, those Real Housewives are fucking crazy. And nobody oh, yeah. wants them to, like, jump on social media and, like, make it a thing and, like, shut it down. So, it's pretty cool. I love it. That yeah, sounds, awesome. sounds amazing. Shut up. It is. <laughs> it sounds pretty cool. It sounds cool. For sure. It's pretty funny. I mean, it's for called- something... For my least favorite facet of myself, it makes it a little bit more. <laughs> it's called bitch sesh. Bit, bitch sesh. Bitch sesh. How do you spell yeah. sesh? S e s h. Oh, okay. This show also solved that mystery for me as well. Yeah, it's one of those new abbreviations people like to use. Like, of course, I'm blanking out now. Um, totes. Avi. Yes, tote. Yes. So, fab. Anyway. Faux show. Yeah. So. I automatically think less of you if you use those quotes, those abbreviations. Oh, good to know. I'll have to work them in somehow. Exactly. I'm thinking. Got you covered, friend. Don't worry. I'm already on it. All righty. Cyrus, uh, what's, a, what's a TV, or a TV, a podcast or a YouTube channel or something that you're really digging right now? You know, I really couldn't find any that, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> The first one uh, is Game Tech US, which is a really cool um, YouTube channel, Game Tech US. The guy uh, breaks down, uh, rebuilds, and modifies old game consoles and old video game hardware. 
He installs like HDMI kits on old Nintendo systems. He replaces like bad capacitors, like for Turbo Graphics things, different kinds of stuff. He does all kinds of rewiring work, fixes bad jobs that other modders have done. Like somebody will, act, you know, they want their Neo Geo modded, you know, and somebody screws it up, so then they send it to him and he fixes it. So he does a lot of cool breakdowns and. Oh wow, detail. that's awesome! Yeah. It's, Pretty cool guy. Pretty cool channel. Game Tech US. Does uh when he puts these HDMI kits in these NESs? I mean, obviously it doesn't. It's you know it's not like it's upping the the graphics on it, but is it how do, is it still pl- displaying as four three or? Well, it what he does is and and believe me, I'm not a I'm not an expert on this, but like basically, it's tapping into the RGB direct off of the board itself. So the 4x3 RGB signal that gets converted into an RF signal or into a composite signal by the Nintendo, before any of that conversion happens, he's taking that RGB signal and it goes into this little board that then turns it into an HDMI signal. And so it'll display at 16 by 9 but uh, the... 4 by 3 picture will stay in the center so it's not stretched or anything. So that it, it looks fantastic. It looks really great. Yeah, I can imagine. Is this the custom like board he's using or is, he, is this something he... Well, he had been doing a lot of this uh, very in a very manual process until just a few, few months ago. But he's been working with a guy called Kevtrix. <laughs> who does uh, a lot of hardcore work like this. A lot of He's the guy that uh, put out that super high-end NES that was like a thousand dollars or something. That, you know, I don't know if you remember that. Uh, Vaguely, yeah. Okay, so he's been working with with these other guys who really know their stuff, and they've developed a kit, which they sell the kit, and then they also do installs of the kit in case you don't want to try to do it yourself. He'll do it. Um, so it's a, yeah, it's it's actually pretty awesome. So. That's amazing. That's awesome. Very cool. And what's it called again? Sorry, I'm trying to write it down. It is Game Tech US. Game Tech US. Very <laughs> cool. Taking notes. I uh, that is like that's a freaking channel. It sounds like I need to check into. That sounds awesome, actually. So, um, it actually kind of uh, reminds me of Jay. Well, speaking of Jay, is there a particular uh, channel or podcast that you would like to uh, share with us, sir? <laughs> Are you talking to me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, the other Jay. <laughs> yes, De Niro, we're talking to you. Um, Ooh, that was a good answer. I like that. Distorted View Daily. Distorted View Daily. Okay, what's that about? <laughs> it is uh, probably the most fucked up thing you could listen to. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> he, he goes and he finds the most fucked up news, audio clips... Everything he can, you know, throughout the internet, and just makes fun of it. Uh, breaks it down. He plays a lot of porn clips. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, he's got a thing called uh, the Utards. People on retards on YouTube. Um, basically makes fun of it. He comes off as a real. Real nice dick guy. Or, or yeah. yeah, dick or a racist on some of it, but oh, oh wow. No, no, when you listen to him, he 
he's just making fun of it, and he's he's not just racist. Doing it. No, he's just doing it to piss people off. <laughs> um, he bashes everybody. He's got a system. Every Tuesday, he uh, goes out and he finds. Uh, they're supposed to be uh, erotic sex stories, you know, uh, but he finds like the worst written ones that he can find that basically do the opposite of turning you on and reads them. So oh, Fifty Shades, I guess he was I'm all over say, that. Like the entire collection of Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, no, these are terrible. Like uh, one was um, My Little Phony pa- uh, Fan. Porn. No, no, oh, God. no. Um, Hell yeah. Hey, see, there was. Um, hey, hey, Jay, we're losing you. Yeah, it looks like we lost Jay. <laughs> the, uh, he has a lot of fucked up shit. Um, um, I know he's got um, a theme for uh, news that involves Florida, the most fucked up state. He's got a little theme song for that because it seems like a lot of fucked up news comes from Florida. It does. People yeah. But, I mean, this, this show is, I mean, you can't listen to it around people that are sensitive. You can't listen to it around kids. I mean, it is. Truly disturbing, but it's fucking hilarious. So wait, is this a podcast? Yeah, it's a podcast. Eighteen plus podcast. What's that? You call this an eighteen and over podcast? Uh, if you had to rate it, it'd be like a what is For that? Uh, NCA? Seventeen. Yeah. I, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's hardcore. I mean, <laughs> and he does this daily. <laughs> Distorted View Daily. How long, uh, the, how long are the episodes? Um, around anywhere from half an hour to an hour. And he does this every day. Every day. Uh, the Hello. only time he does it, the only time he doesn't do it is on uh, the weekends, or he'll do like weekend shows if he's like had tef- technical difficulties during the week. Um, you know, or he might just put out like a best of show. But he does. Um, he has paid members. So he does like little snippets, even like extended shows for them throughout the week, or. Okay, well now that you said that, are you a paid member? Am I a paid member? I cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, what kind of member I am? Well, there we'll you go. Leave, guess we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Parker, uh, what uh, what show are you really into right now? Whether it be a podcast or a, or a web channel or something. Uh, yes, uh, my first one is a podcast that is sadly no longer an active thing anymore. The last rip in peace. Yeah, rip in peace, exactly. The last one was a couple years back. Um, he apparently just had other things to do, like life and kids and blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, it's called Radio Free Hipster. It was a uh, music podcast um, that he would kind of inform you about uh, like nerd music, like you know, like chip tunes, uh, you know, like weird mashups, um, nerd rappers, um, basically anything that you know nerdy people kind of listen to. Um, he kind of what did. like what do you listen to, Eugene? I was gonna say the chip tune stuff actually sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I would definitely look that up. Um, they do a lot of like covers, but they make it eight bit or sixteen bit kind of stuff. Um, there's a lot of like you know, raps about Mega Man or Lord of the Rings or. It actually, sounds fun. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. Um, he does a couple, couple podcasts where he kind of 
gives the history of uh, nerdcore, which is like nerd rapping. Um, and then he kind of delves into that. Um, yeah, he did it once a week, twice a week, and they were about an hour, hour and a half long. Uh, really good podcast. Dude really knew his material, and I learned a lot from him, and uh, I always really enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, so if you ever have time and just want to look up new music that you might like, uh, yeah, it's called Radio Free Hipster, and uh, he's got a website and the whole deal. Yeah, I should check that out because, like, I mean, uh, I downloaded an album from. Um um, I fight dragons. They're the ones that did the. I originally found them because they're the ones that did the the little short intro for that show, uh, uh, the Goldbergs. And uh, then I listened, and they're a chip tunes band, and uh, uh, I liked several of their other songs. So I'm kind of picky. I like you know, there's very few groups or artists that I like all of their stuff. It's mainly like just a song here and there, but I, I like several of their things. So that sounds interesting. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, it's re- it was really cool. It uh, definitely opened up me to a lot of stuff I hadn't heard before, and it was just cool to just dive into that world of music, you know? It's uh, definitely a very small subject of music, for sure. But it was a lot yeah. Of fun. yeah, it's Pretty good cool. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one I'm going to share is a YouTube channel. Uh, the guy's name is Bill Duran, but his, his company and his channel is called Punished Props. Um, Bill is kind of like... There are several people in the prop making community that are um, kind of really blowing up, and and Bill is definitely one of the the bigger uh, celebrities in, in in the group. And it's it's not just because the props that he make are he makes are freaking phenomenal. He um, he does uh, weekly videos on like how he's making them. Um, he also goes through and uh, he's got two books. I actually just downloaded them this week. Uh, my birthday's coming up and. Uh, that's what I chose to do with a little bit of the money that I got for my birthday is, uh, and I'm, I have no problem giving this, you know, supporting this man because the 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 information that I have gotten from him watching his YouTube videos on um, making uh, foam armor and uh, foam weapons has just been phenomenal. Uh, he shows he not only does that though he's also he's doing a second series also on the same channel. Where he's talking about 3D printing, and if that's something that I would love to get into, it's just kind of a barrier of entry thing. But um, he talks about, and he he shares all. I mean, he shares almost all of his techniques. He's very open about it. He's like, you know, look, buy the book because it has everything very concise. But you know, a lot of the the um, weapons and stuff that he's made, he's like, you know, shows how to go through step by step. And then, like, you know, for a small fee, you might can actually download the actual blueprints or whatever, so that you know, it makes it a little easier for you to. To cut out, but um, um, yeah, like so. Uh, this la- uh, uh, for not San Diego Comic Con. What was it? It was a. It was a. It was another event that w- that was out and about. Um, it was another big convention uh, that he went to. He went as um, Han Solo in uh, in A New Hope, mm-hmm. and um, he you know he showed how to take. There's a. It's like a thirty dollar uh, toy blaster. You know that. I think Mattel makes that you know looks like Han Solo's blaster, and like he did this entire video on how to sand down all the parts that say you know warning, all the warnings in Mattel, you know, you know stamping on it, and then basically how to do these multi-layer uh, paint jobs on it and make it look like a legitimate blaster. But he also um, made these uh, 3D printed uh, bla- uh, raised blaster from the movie, and made like four or five of them. And then when he went to this convention. He found these different girls that were there that were um, 
uh, cosplaying as Ray, and he's like, oh, hey, I've got a blaster for you. You know, you want to take a picture? And they took a picture, picture with him, and he goes, you can keep that. And, of course, they were just blown away. They're like, are you, are you serious? Yeah. Um, he's very, like I said, he's just, he's super chill. He's Him and his wife both do this. Like, he quit his job and started doing this full time, and uh, then his wife quit her job, and now they both cosplay together and build these really awesome uh, uh, foam weapons and, and uh, foam armor and stuff like that, and it's it's awesome to watch them. They're, I mean, they're goofy. They're really funny, just real laid back or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, Punished Props on YouTube, and then uh, he's actually got a, a Patreon. And uh, as soon as I get a little extra money, this is definitely one of those, you know, shows that I watch that I would definitely kick him some money every week to be like, hey, I want to see more. I want to see, you know, keep feeding me all the information because I love it. So yeah, yeah Punished Props. 3D printing would really change the game in prop making. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was a bunch of people talking about that at Geekfest and Classic Game Fest. Because you can make stuff in such detail now. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome, awesome. and I mean the printers are getting down to decent prices. Like Dremel's even got one that apparently is pretty decent, and it's right at a thousand dollars. And I mean, I mean that's a pretty hefty amount of money to drop. But to think, okay, I buy this this 3D printer, and then I buy this. You know the, 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 these spools of plastic, and I can basically make anything. Like this is one of those things that I've always been like. Um, I still collect toys. I love toys. I, I've always loved toys. And I see like you know uh, they make toys and stuff, and they'll miss something. And I'm just like, how could you not have made this as a toy? Okay, good example. So my boys, you know, have these um, uh, 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 Transformers, these uh, Rescue Bot Transformers, and they have, you know, all the main Transformers. They have most of the humans, but one of the key people they don't, they never made one of, is this one little girl. And I'm like, how do you not have Frankie? Like, she's in almost huh. every episode. How do you not have a character mm-hmm. of her? And I'm like, if I had a 3D printer, I would freaking just 3D print, you know, the character for my boys, and then. I, I, hell, I'm the type of person I would share it. I'd be like, all right, look, here's how you 3D print this, because that's the other thing. It's about the 3D printers. Of course, all these people were up in arms about 3D printers. They're like, oh, my God, they're going to share how to make plans on how to build guns and this, that, and the other. And I'm sure there are probably plans on how to build a plastic gun. That's not what people are sharing. People are sharing, how do I 3D print a replacement arm for my 1986 you know, Optimus Prime? That's yeah, the type of shit of that people nerds. are putting out there. It's a bunch of nerds doing it. Exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's really awesome. So, All right, Lainey, what is your next thing you'd like to share? So my next uh, next one, I was looking, by the way, at all of my picks after I, like, made them. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because it, it on the surface it looks really like a Mod Podge, but then when you really look at it, it makes total sense. Um, my next pick is a show, I've been listening to it for a really long time now. I think they just started their sixth season, and it's a show called... Um, Wedway Radio, and it's a Disney, Wedway Radio, Um, and it's actually a Disney podcast. Okay. I am obsessed with it. The brothers that do it are amazing. They're so, they're super, super knowledgeable about everything that they talk about. They do these really cool like, sometimes they'll do, like, a series on a different thing. They did an entire series on um, Snow White and how that was created on its 75th anniversary. 
Um, a couple years back, they did a series on the Haunted Mansion right around Halloween, and I lost my mind. It was so good. But they do, um, they do, they focus a lot on like history of the company and different movies and the parks and everything. And it's kind of cool. When I first um, started listening to it, you know, I just assumed that I was the only dork that I knew that did as much research as I did because I. I I've gone to the park since I was a kid. I had parents that are big dorks that also knew a lot about the parks. And, you know, it was never enough for us to just, like, go in and go, oh, well, this looks cool. Like, we needed to know everything about it. So, um, but these guys are like that, too. And there's a whole community of people out there. And, you know, because of them, I learned to listen to a lot of other shows also. But they're they're really, really cool. The brothers are Matt and Nate, I think. They're hilarious. They They do... Wedway Radio, which is like their main show, which is where they do a lot of like their series and everything. And then they do another one called Wedway Now, where they focus on like park news. I listen to that one a lot too. And now that I don't, I'm not there, it's how I keep up with a lot of my park news and everything. So super, super good. Like I said, just in general, if you're interested in anything remotely related to Disney, they'll talk about it. They've probably got a show on it. They did a series on forgotten hotels that were supposed to be built there but weren't like and I ate that shit up with a like a knife and fork it was awesome mm. like it's, it's all the kind of stuff it's all the really really deep deep Disney nerd stuff that I love that nobody ever talks about so I love it it's super good and um, one of the reasons I started listening to it in the first place was because their name is a play on um what the company used to be called, the Imagineering company used to be called, and what one of my favorite attractions used to be called. So the Wedway People Mover. It's not called that anymore, but still. So, but yeah, I'm like I said, I'm a big dork, and I uh, I love me some Disney, and this podcast totally delivers. They're they're amazing. They do all kinds of crazy stuff, and I'm really excited. They're about to start their new season, and I'm stoked to see what they have coming up this year. So are they... Are they cast members or do they? No. Well, that's what's funny. It, they used to. Both of them did the college program, like back in the nineties. So, which is what you did. Yeah, which is exactly what I did. But they're both kind of like me, where they did the college program and they were like, "Okay, I'm gonna go now, make real money. Bye, guys." Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but kind of like me, they obviously had a lot of friends that stayed there and continued on with the company and. So they have a lot of inside stuff now, currently, and then again, they're they are a lot like I was. I grew up watching like old school Disney Channel with like Vault Disney coming on every night, and so I watched things like the original Musketeers and Zorro and the Adventures of um, uh, Skip and whatever. But like it, I, I watched all of those old shows. I watched a lot of the old shorts that they used to do and. You know, so like that vintage, vintage early Disney is something that so that really, really appeals to me, and they focus on that a lot, and I love it. So, very cool. Yeah, I love it's. It's like I said, even if you're like not a super huge Disney nerd, like look through their huge list of podcasts, and if anything gives you any kind of an interest, they're really entertaining too. They're super funny. So, mm-hmm. very I'm cool. Yeah, it's always nice to find you know this one niche that you're like, well. I'm I'm probably the only one that's interested, and then to find out, oh wow, there's a whole community yes. that's into they, this. So dude, they did a show about my favorite resort hotel. Nobody does that. Like nobody <laughs> does an entire show dedicated to the backstory of a Disney resort hotel. 
But apparently they did. They did, and it was amazing, and I learned stuff that I didn't even know, so it was great. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Cyrus, what's the next thing you'd like to share with us? Well, um, actually, I'd like to share one that I hate. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> he is a pan. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this one. Um, I don't think you do. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't think you do, sir. So, there's a guy who does movie reviews and commentary and things like that. Um, his name is Hal Rudnick, and he works on a website called, or a YouTube channel called Screen Junkies. And uh, he's, wow. <laughs> he's done a lot of different little things over the years, and I find him completely fucking annoying and totally full of himself. And he's a stand-up comic on top of that. So, right. So we're not gonna get along, like uh, you know, we, we you know comedians don't like each other. That's the way that works. I don't know if you knew that. Um, I I don't like him. He's an arrogant piece of shit, and the things he does are uh, just really douchey. You know how how could you you know you want to give you an example? Probably the best example of what a absolute piece of shit this guy is. Just a douche. Don't hold back, man. Like, you have to be really douchey to be more douchey than Shia LaBeouf, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, so, so a couple of years ago, Shia LaBeouf did an art installation uh, where he... Oh, yeah! <laughs> where he put a bag on his head, right? And everybody would... He, he invited people to come in and just talk to him or whatever. So this guy, Hal Rudkin, decides he's going to go in and uh, and just fucking just, like, let loose on Shia LaBeouf and tell him what a shitty actor he is and how all his movies suck and how he should, you know, just basically everything short of drink bleach and kill yourself. You know what I mean? Just, like, just a complete ass. Just, like, totally being a dick. And, of course, Shia LaBeouf's just sitting there letting him say it. Doesn't respond in any way. And all I could think about was that Comic Con that we went to, where that bitch stood up and started giving, oh Ray, yes, you know Ray Park, the third degree about some movie he did and how she didn't like it and he should apologize for making a shitty movie Ooh. and all this kind of stuff. And that's all I could think about was that kind of person. And I'm like, I hate you with every ounce of my being, and I like Shia LaBeouf more now, and that sucks. <laughs> like, how, God damn you! Yeah. How dare you? Right? How make could me, you make me like somebody more than damn, I want Daniel? To. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So fuck that motherfucker. I don't like how <laughs> uh, Rudkin or what ScreenJunkies.com. Fuck them and what they do. My goodness. The only thing, the only saving thing I like on Screen Junkies is. Honest trailers, I think those are funny, but otherwise, a lot of the stuff you're right, I, I don't find. I just can't stand these pretentious dickheads that want to act like everything. Like you can't possibly just enjoy a movie. Yes, have, I agree. Like you have to like like it because of the reasons they say you should like it, and if they say it's not good and you liked it, well, you're wrong, and here's all the reasons why, and you're just stupid. <laughs> I, I can't. I hate those fucking people. I agree. So, 
I agree 100%. Yeah, it's like, if you don't like it, fine. Hey, I, I didn't care for this, and move on. Let's let's talk about the stuff we did like. Like, let's, let's spend our time on that. No, fuck that right. shit. By the way, I, I probably got that guy's last name wrong. I don't even care. How it something. doesn't matter. He's a <laughs> piece of shit. How question mark. Okay. Yeah, just look up piece of shit. I'm sure he'll come up. <laughs> okay. All right, Jay, what would you like to share? Uh, another, I'll go with a podcast I enjoy, is a Geek Show podcast. Geek Show? Yeah, they talk a shitload of movies, a geek cultured movies. Just movies in general. A couple of them actually have uh, TV shows out in uh, Salt Lake City. One of them actually gets to uh, travel. Well, he's traveled all over the world to go to these different junkets for movies and interview people. And uh, But they get a lot uh, really in-depth with, you know, the movies, comic books, just everything. They like to drink a lot and do their shows. and So it gets really entertaining. But I mean, it's a, it's a great podcast for geek culture. Cool. Is it a group of guys or? Yeah, there's uh, around five or six of them mm-hmm. uh, that do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the it's a pretty damn good show, and some of them's got like little specialties, you know, video games, or uh, one of them does all their like. Since he's the one that the national uh, journalist that goes around all these different junkets, uh, you know, he does a lot of the movie reviews at the end of it, or they have interviews with him with staff members or, you know, cast members and shit like that. They do the uh, Salt Lake Comic Con every year. and So basically, we are their biggest rivals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hundred percent. They beat us to the market for merchandise, but uh, other than that, they're barely ahead of us. Okay, well, cool. Are you on this? Are you on this podcast? Is that what's going on? Am I on this one? I thought about it, but you know, (laughs) they couldn't sustain my uh, star power. I have this. I have this theory that like. The reason Jay never is never like he never makes it. Or he's doing like, like five other podcasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like I super got, busy. <laughs> I got invited to do two other ones that my friend does. Um, yeah, I have two friends as well. So let's all just. So <laughs> this is the same friend. I didn't say I had two friends. He just does two different podcasts. Oh well, well we don't. We don't let us. Don't let I, us get in the way of your I don't friend have and you. Jeez. I don't have that many friends. Fuck. Um, but uh, no, it's a uh, it's a Star Wars podcast. Obviously, that he does out of uh, his house with a whole bunch of his buddies in Riverside, California. But yeah, I guess you know my busy uh, schedule. I guess I'll have time to juggle all these shows. You know, my presence is needed elsewhere. Oh I understand. That, um, that that fruit based company that I work for needs me desperately. That fruit based company I work. For. Yeah, you know, that fruity company, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know. Well, they, they uh, the orchards and everything. Yeah, you know, well, with the contract and all. I ain't yeah, say. It's fruity, you know. By name, fo- who it is. The Foofy Company, the fruity one, you know, with the guy. He's like, uh, you know, the gay guy that's in charge, you know. <laughs> well, he could be, honestly, but I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, all right, know. moving on. Parker, what's the next thing you'd like to share? 
Yes. Uh, my second one is actually, we discussed this a little bit earlier. It's uh, Between Two Ferns, which uh, yes. was originally on Funny or Die back when that actually that website used to actually have a lot of funny stuff on it. Um, Burn. Before it died? <laughs> yeah, well, it's just a lot of the... A lot of the you know, stuff just isn't the best anymore. Anyway, Between Two Ferns is with uh, Zach Galifianakis is the host, and he sits on a obviously very low-budget talk show, and he talks for about five or ten minutes per episode. Hey, by and the way. he has two big ferns. He sits by the way, if I could jump in real quick. Whenever we say Galifianakis, we have to say the song. We have to do the song. I didn't know there was what song. There's a song? I didn't know there was a song. Galifianakis, Galifianakis, intergalactic, Galifianakis. Oh, Never my mind. God. <laughs> wow. Never mind. Shut up. Move on. Moving on. Anyway, yeah, really funny show. He talks to, like, you know, regular actors, and he plays it off as that, you know, he either doesn't want them to be there or he's just really rude and condescending or <laughs> being sarcastic, but they play it like... You know, obviously the person is in on the joke and they're playing well along, but he makes it seem awkward and there's a lot of funny stuff that happens. And I used to watch that um, quite a bit. And there's probably what ten episodes, fifteen episodes. Really funny stuff. And that would be that's my second pick. It's always to <laughs> me. It's always been like the inverse version of what um, Chris Farley used to do on on Saturday Night Live. When he, yeah, uh, pretty he much. doesn't want him to be there, and yet Chris Farley was like, do, 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 do "You remember when when you were on with the Beatles? Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, and actually, it's funny because Zach Galifianakis did have a very short-lived talk show on uh, VH1. Very, really? very I didn't short. Know that. Yes. Uh, oh man, what's it called? Uh, but anyway, yeah, it wasn't on very long because. Obviously, Zach Galifianakis does a bunch of crazy stuff. Um, it's called uh, Late World with Zach. Um, yeah, VH, VH1, this was back in 2002. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of funny that he actually did a like a real gig for a little while, and then he, you know, obviously punched it up and did something he else. He grew but, yeah. tired of that. Yeah, well, I mean, it didn't last long because he was, you know, wasn't a regular guy that did it, so he yeah. wasn't ready for that. Kind of like a Tom Green show, you know, back in the day. Did they watch that? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I watched that, it. yeah. Yeah, you know, like there wasn't an audience, but he was just pretending there's an audience, stuff like that. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm done. Next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the next one I wanted to share is uh, the guy's uh, YouTube channel is actually called The King of Random. His name is Grant Thompson. Um, he literally... Uh, he, he's talked about this. He also has a Patreon. But what he does is he builds just these random things that, that pop into his mind, and he goes step-by-step step on how to make it. Everything he shows how to make, he actually goes through step-by-step. Step. The styrofoam cutter, the uh, uh, hot wire styrofoam cutter that I use to build uh, my boy's proton packs and Laney's proton pack, I learned how to build that from his YouTube channel. Um he shows at one point, and my brother and I may still try this, who knows, um, how to basically take a, a used uh, fire extinguisher and you basically cut the top of it off. And you can build, you can use it to, um, 
make a kiln so that you can um, basically, uh, using charcoal, this is the crazy thing, you can use charcoal, and if you set it up the right way, you can get the temperature hot enough that you can use it to melt uh, aluminum cans, and then you can pour the aluminum cans and and make you know ingots or whatever, and then you can uh, and he shows how to do this. He he takes you know he he made several ingots of of aluminum, and then he melted those and he made a miniature version of the master sword from the Legend of Zelda, out of styrofoam using the styrofoam cutter. He basically uh, puts it into sand and then he pours the liquid aluminum into it and it basically you know it it evaporates the the styrofoam instantly because it's so hot and it if you leave it to cool you can pull it out and he literally is casting an aluminum sword that looks like you know a miniature version of the master sword these That's are the awesome. type, this is the type of shit this guy does he also shows how to take like you take like the the top off of a Gatorade bottle and you you saw it off and then you combine that with a just a cheapo rubber balloon that you can get like at a dollar store and if you do it the way that he shows how to do it you basically can make this little kind of a slingshot thing that literally you can take a uh, uh, marshmallow and cause bruises on people it will fire it so hard oh um, yeah that yeah I know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah and one of the other things he talks about he likes to use them for is he's like you take a little pinch of salt and put it in there and that's what you kill flies with because it's basically like a fly shotgun I'm like that is fucking badass that's um, worth it right there <laughs> yeah he has shown how to do some cre- like some of this stuff I thought I'm like there's no way I would ever try that but then like I said I built the styrofoam cutter and I'm like wow this was awesome um, thank god so he, he goes like slow step by step kind of Step by step, and he—I mean—he talks it through. Here are the me, you know the measurements and the dimensions and everything. Yeah, he taught us um, how to make uh, slime too. That was super helpful. Yeah, that was we learned to make the slime from him. Oh, is the slime from? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the the latest thing that he just put up on his uh, on his channel, I was showing Christy, is he shows how to make a um, kind of like one of the you know on those shelves like you, those decorative shelves you see people hang or whatever that it doesn't have like it's just kind of is floating there. Well, he shows right. how to make this decorative shelf. That you, it's got hidden magnets in it, and you put magnets in in some of the things that you're going to have sitting on it, so that when you move these objects in the correct formation on the top of this shelf, it will cause it to unlock, and it's a secret compartment in the bottom that you could keep a gun, you could keep money, you could keep whatever you want, and huh. you have no clue that this thing has a secret bottom in the shelf. And I'm just like, I don't know how you came up with this, but this is flipping awesome. That's <laughs> like that's James Bond shit. Yes, it is. Exactly. Not really what I'm looking for in a shelf. In the shelf, I'm mostly thinking, can it hold a cat? And then that's it. Can it hold a cat? <laughs> yes. A cat and a candle. That's in the shape of another cat. That's what she goes, when she looks at that, at that, uh, readout sheet at, uh, IKEA, it's like, how many cats can this How this many cats? Hold? Excuse me? Excuse me. Yeah. How many cats will this hold? What's the cat to uh, candle ratio? What's the cat capacity, literally? The guy's like, oh, no, 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 this one's only a three cat. You need, yeah. What you're looking three for is a four cat. Yeah. I think you're looking for a two cat, four candle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, two CNC, two CNC. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, Lainey, what's the next one you'd like to share? Um, My next one is actually a web series, sort of. Okay. Um, it's a show I watch on YouTube pretty religiously. <clears throat> it's called My Drunk Kitchen. Ah, yes. <clears throat> it's been around for a while, but I'm 
pretty obsessed with Hannah Hart. She's pretty great. So if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it because it's super fucking funny. She's hilarious. Yes, it is. Basically, this really awesome girl named Hannah Hart decided one night that she was going to make a video to send to her friend, and she was going to get drunk and cook in the kitchen like they used to do when they lived together. And lo and behold, it became a sensation. And now, like, five years later, she's still doing it, and it's really funny. And she's kind of branched out into other areas. She wrote one book. She's about to write another book, or she's putting out another book, which I'm really excited about. Um, she does a lot of work with a couple of other YouTubers that I really like, too. Um, she's just she's super funny, and she's also really, really cool and heartfelt and offers up some real advice on her other YouTube channel. And she's just great. I just like her a lot. And, God, holy shit, the show is so funny. Um, if you've never seen it, I recommend that you go and watch the episode where she makes ice cream. It's pretty great. She just gets super drunk, can't figure out how to make it, and just ends up making really dumb references while drinking rosé and complaining about how much she hates rosé. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it so much. She's actually she's coming to Austin uh, for a book tour, and I'm me and one of the girls I work with have decided already that we're going to go meet her. because Nice. Yeah, like I have to. I feel like if she's going to be this close, like I have to go see her. So that's awesome. But yeah, yeah it's yeah, I'm really excited. So, but she's super cool. Like I said, go check out my drunk kitchen. It's just good for a good laugh. But she was, and I was listening to a show. She was on a podcast the other day that I was listening to, and she was talking about like what it's like sometimes to have like her literal job is to get drunk and then watch herself be drunk later. <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, sometimes it's okay, and then sometimes it's just like, Jesus, Anna, like my God, like what are you doing?" She's like, "Yeah, so like, I, uh, I question my life choices every now and then, but, uh, but yeah, she's pretty funny." Then it's time to film another episode. Pretty much, yeah. I like the days when you can tell that she's filmed more than one episode. Oh, <laughs> is God. That, is that the lady there that meme came from where she's like, okay, one shot of vodka, and then just like, blah, 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 pouring like from a bottle. It's like, Oh, wait. no. Actually, I think that's a memory heart where it's like pouring uh. enough vodka to soothe your wounds. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I like the meme of uh, Grace Helbig where she like takes a shot of tequila and she's like one for the road and then she takes another. She's like one for just doing life. <laughs> one for life. Doing life. Very cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. my kitchen. I need to walk, go back and watch a couple of those because it's you know, so I do funny. Watch They've gotten even better. They have gotten even better. She just did one with Seth Rogen. Mm -hmm. For that's the thing is now she's getting like real celebrities on the show. When she did one with Seth Rogen, and they, it was for Sausage Party that just came out. Mm -hmm. And so she went and bought, like, 15 different kinds of sausage, and he had to taste them and guess what they were. It was awesome. Oh, God. It was so <laughs> stupid, and I loved it. And he couldn't guess a single one, because he's like, I don't think I could name, like, 15 animals right now, so I don't know how we're going to do this. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Oh, God. All right, Sai, what's the next one you'd like to share? Uh, next one is, uh, you know, a smaller YouTuber. He's got about 12,000 subscribers, so it's not super small, but, uh, I've had, I've talked to them several times. He's been on, uh, things that I've done. I've done, I've been on a couple of things he's done, um, uh, in his chat room anyway. We haven't gotten together and done anything like, uh, 
collaborative yet, but we're probably going to at some point. Uh, his name is Robert Santellan, and he has uh, a website called yourgeekytipster.com. Uh, and he's on YouTube under, you know, Your Geeky Tipster. He does a lot of video game stuff, and he does a vlog where he talks about different things, not just related to gaming, but a lot of it's gaming stuff, some of it's movies stuff, just different kinds of things. Um, he's in uh, California, so a lot of it is from kind of a California perspective. Um and uh, just an interesting guy, uh, shares a lot of his personal stuff, shares a lot of his views about things, um, but uh, has has pretty cool uh, gaming-related stuff. So I just thought I would mention him because, uh, you know, the, he's pretty good, pretty good guy, and it's pretty entertaining to watch his stuff. So, yeah. Nice. Is he doing it, I mean... So he's obviously not doing this as his job. He's obviously doing this, I guess, in his spare time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he does sort of what I do, but what I do is is just I, I don't I don't put a lot of effort into what I do. He puts a lot of effort into what he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has high quality stuff. Like you know, he edits things. Um. You oh, know, what he, a douchebag. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a pretentious asshole over here. What yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking editor. No, uh, no he, yeah, he's he's a good guy, too, you know. Um, and he helps out a lot of other YouTubers where... Nice. Like, he'll, like he'll, do, he'll do, like, live streams, and he'll go and find another person doing a live stream and do uh, this thing where he sends everybody to their live stream to help them. Oh, nice. So... So yeah. he like hosts smaller people. That's yeah, cool. yeah. He's done that yeah. for me, and we, you know, that's kind of how we met. And then we've, like I said, interacted several times since then. So yeah, pretty cool guy. Very cool. You're, yeah, it's always nice to find you know those people out there on YouTube that are genuinely into the community. They want to help the community. They want to, you know, they're not there to just be a giant douchebag. You know. Right. Raining yeah. all over everybody yeah, else. Actually, you know, help make things better for people. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So not me, basically. Right. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. your yourgeekytipster dot com is where his stuff is. Very cool. Jay, what's the next thing you'd like to share? Jay. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. He's thinking. No, it's uh, one of the very few YouTube shows I actually watch, but Good Mythical Morning. I ah, love Good yes. Mythical Morning! That is just a great, great show. It's so funny, and all the little shit that they do. Uh, the Will It series, you know. Yes, Will, Will It Will is one Slurpy, of my favorite fucking Will things. Cereal. Yes, I fucking love that. Uh, I haven't watched the Will It Sushi from just a couple days ago, but... Oh, uh, Will It Sushi. Um, I heard it in the background as my son was watching it, so definitely it's something I'm going to have to watch after the show tonight, but I came across that show, I don't know, it's only been like a year or so ago, but, I mean, it is a fucking amazing show. <laughs> have you listened... That's really awesome. Have, I have listened you listened to... to their podcasts before? Um, I used to listen to that, what was it? Ear biscuits or ear biscuits, yeah. Yeah, but they stopped doing that. 
Yeah, Boston they've been Airlines. like on hiatus for a while, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, because I think they got a. I think they've got some other stuff like working on in the background. You Cooking. Know what yeah. Yeah. So they're definitely one of those. The, them, Hannah Hart. You know, there's some like kind of real standout they've people. All got stuff. Team. Hannah's getting a TV show now. So. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like you know, but but they don't seem like they're like. Over themselves, or like, oh well, you know, now that I'm no, I'm done with YouTube and I can move on to the real thing, it's like, I'm, I'm trying like, to keep doing stuff. I just I don't have time. Just stay there. We'll be back. Well, they're like the uh, like the YouTube like staples. Like, yeah, they're just they're always there. Well, I know they're on. Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of that fucking cooking show, but they actually were on an episode of uh, some uh, Food Network show, uh, mm-hmm. like maybe a month ago. So I can't. Damn it! I'll have to look that up. I know I got it saved in my DVR, but I love their fucking uh, music videos. Some of the music videos they did, like uh, oh my uh, god, epic rap battle between uh, uh, geeks and and nerds. That's awesome. And the um, who's mainly or, or that I love that one. <laughs> oh my god, I love that video. <laughs> yeah, I mean some of the some of them are dumb as shit, but some of them are just. So funny and creative, it's it's retarded. Why yeah. can't we do stuff like that? Because we don't all live together, and yeah. we're not that creative. It's well, I'm it's creative. Hard, it's hard to do a video when That's I go, all true. right, Jay, I need you to shoot your part. Now it has to blend in seamlessly in Indiana with what I'm doing here in Texas. Go. Basically. So you know, but anyway, we do what we can. Yeah, there might be a slight difference in quality there. A little bit. I I suspect. I'm just saying. (laughs) Could be. Could be. Uh, Parker, what's the next thing you'd like to share? Uh, My next uh, web series is going to be The Guild. Oh, you went classic. Yeah. Um, The Guild. So if anyone doesn't know, The Guild was a uh, YouTube, and then it moved to other Xbox Live marketplace, which is really bizarre. Anyway, uh, it's a show about... These people that are in a WoW-esque or just an MMO type of guild, and they play games, and it's kind of uh, real low budget, especially at the beginning. Um, it was created by Felicia Day, um, and then she obviously went on to go and make uh, Geek and Sundry and a lot of other cool stuff, um, geeky nerdy stuff. Um, yeah, it was just it's. I really enjoyed it. It was just real low budget guys and girls just playing games and kind of their hijinks, and then it kind of went into some of the like they went to a con and it kind of had the con culture and they you know made a lot of jokes at that. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun, really nerdy stuff. Um, they made you know obviously a lot of nerd humor, and if you know anything about MMOs or anything like that, you would get a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, the guild was definitely one of my uh, shows. I found that purely by accident one day on YouTube's some many moons ago, um, mm-hmm. and then I tried to keep up with it. Like I said then they moved after the first season. They moved it to uh, the Microsoft Marketplace, so I had to like go onto my Xbox and go to the Marketplace and then download it. And it was really awkward and. And then they finally moved it back over to YouTube where it should be, and it's a lot easier to find out. But yeah, there's the, uh, 
every episode's like five minutes long. And there's like four or five or six seasons, so it's like you can watch all that in like two days. Like easy. If you if you uh, if you haven't read or listened to either way, uh, her her memoir. Um, yes. What is what is the name of her book? Um, You're never weird on the internet. Yes. She, yeah, and she talks about that and how it moved over and everything. And like, man, when she was talking about, especially that first season, like, you know, that was all out of her pocket, and like, she was working like three jobs and shit to get that done. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, it, you can tell it's low budget, but it's, it definitely comes across as being more than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, low budget definitely was is not a disservice to it. It's just oh, no, it's yeah. very. I mean, it does look like they recorded stuff with her webcam. As she's sitting in front of her computer, and you know the people you've never seen them in anything else. Well, they've well at the time they haven't been anything else, and it's good, but it's just you know it it really does seem like a bunch of nerds that just got together and said, "What if we made a show about the guild that we're in?" Yeah. What it comes across as, and it's honest, I guess, and it's really really nice. I really enjoyed it. Yep, I love the guild. Uh, I still love the guild to this day. Um, my next one, uh, just because y'all are kind of hitting some of the bigger YouTube series, so I'm going to jump in there with my big YouTube series. Um, uh, I actually discovered uh, this channel just – I know I'm late to the game, but I discovered it a year or so ago, and I like – I listen to it even now when I work out, and that is Epic Rap Battles of History. Oh, uh, yes. I <laughs> so adore good. Epic Rap Battles of History. Um I I know a lot of people like I don't know if they don't I, 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 I see I guess some people I've had some people tell me well I think it's 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 okay it's not super funny I'm like it does, it's not necessarily supposed to be super funny if you especially if you watch the the making of or the behind the he, behind the scenes stuff or do some research into all of the references they go so far and are so critical with the with the history uh, you know and factual information that they're bringing in. That's what blows me away is, you know, it's just a throwaway line in their rap, but it actually references something that actually happened to this person. Just, you know, maybe this one little minute thing or whatever that happened. And I always feel like I come away with new info. I yeah, do like too. It's, it's half of a history lesson and half of a rap. Like It is, if it was not, I mean, granted, part of the reason I love it is because it does get pretty vulgar. And of course, you know, there is a lot of, you know, obscenities thrown around. But it's one of those things that's like, if you could just somehow filter those things out, like, this is how you could freaking take it into a classroom and just, like, everyone are entranced. Because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, who doesn't want to hear, you know, uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson, you know, do an effort rap out against uh, Frederick Douglass? That was an <laughs> awesome-ass battle. And then the fact that they've gotten legit celebrities to be on there is what also blows me. Like, I knew they were, I knew they had really hit, you know, uh, prime time. Whenever they did Santa Claus versus uh, Moses, and Moses God, was played that one by was Snoop so Dogg. Good. Yeah. Fucking the Snoop Jizzle. Dogg. He and walks then, away with his bitches. God, that was a good one. Yes, and then uh, um, Bill Nye, the Science Guy, versus uh, oh, who was it? Um, I can't think. Of it. But but uh, uh, Weird Al shows up on that one, and it's just. It's great. I fucking I love those. I can listen to them over and over again. I'm like I said, I've never been a big music person. But uh, something versus about, uh, Sir Isaac Newton. Sir Isaac yeah. Newton. That was yeah. Thank you. Um, there's just something about those that just 
And I'm like, I'm not, and I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a huge rap person either, but there's just something about it. It's, it's geeky. It's knowledge. It's, it's well done. The music is well done. The, the rapping is tight. It's just, I fucking love epic rap battles. And those guys are freaking hilarious. So, you know, if you watch the, cause I watch, I watch the episode and then I watch the behind the scenes stuff and, yeah, it's great. I fucking I love Epic Rap Battles of History. So, that is a great pick, sir. They actually did a tour last year, and I I learned that they were going to be in Austin too late to get tickets because otherwise I would have fucking gone. Like there well, are very few people I would go watch, and that, they're one of them. They have like a like a show that they do around the country. Yeah, they did a tour last year. Wow. Hopefully, and if they That's do funny. another one, I'm going to find out when they're fucking going to be around here, and I'm going next time because. Like I said, there are very few people I would go watch in concert, and they're definitely one of them. Absolutely. So, yeah, epic rap balls of history. All right, Lainey, what's your next one you'd like to share? Uh, my next one is going to be... I'm trying to say which one I want to do next. My, I'll, I'll take a break from YouTube. Do the first my, one. <laughs> shut up. My next one is... Uh, it's a podcast that, I guess, like lives under the little NPR umbrella. Okay. And it's called um, All Songs oh, Considered. Yes, yeah. Definitely. Please tell us more and about so, that one. Yeah, it's about jazz. Yeah. Shut Could up. you uh, be sure to give us some detailed information about this uh, podcast that you like? They don't sound like they sound like that a little, but it's fine. <laughs> what is it called? It's, it's called All Songs Considered. It's actually really good. They do some really funny stuff. They did one. Actually, I'm not going to say what the... Uh, thing was because I want to use it later but um, they do some really really funny things they just did one about like or they had done one a while back that was about like when you break up with a band mm -hmm. and what that's like and what you go through when you do that it was super funny um, but yeah sometimes they just do like um, a little like mini rewind on just stuff that they've been listening to for the last couple of weeks or whatever talk about new releases and then sometimes they pick a topic and they do like a whole show around it. It's really funny. It's it's put together really well and they bring on some cool guests. Carrie Brownstein was a guest on there. Um, it's interesting. They have a lot of really cool writers and stuff and it's an NPR podcast that doesn't feel too NPR-ish so I like it a lot. Do they ever cover any death metal or heavy rock? They do talk actually about a lot of death metal and some heavy rock so Oh, really? That sounds fascinating. It's not all, like, prog rock. <laughs> and like and during the noon stuff. hour, we are taking donations. Ooh, it's yes. not like Our that. Our $20 donation will give you a ceramic mug. It's not oh, actually it's just, NPR. It's, and a tote bag. This oh, mug, tote bag. if you hold this mug out, people will put change into it. We know. can't say anything on this stupid show. <laughs> uh, please vote for uh, Bernie Sanders. Take, please take yes. the tote bag to your local store and loot. Bring us back, and we can auction off the. Prices. Oh God! Speaking speaking of NPR, I just have to throw this out there. So, um, I'm, I'm, the reason why I sound different is because we're visiting Christie's grandparents in East Texas, and while we were driving around last night, we had the, she had the radio on, and it was the uh, local radio station doing the coverage of the the local high school football game, <laughs> and that is what they sounded like. I have never heard a less energetic. Uh, a calling of a football game. They were literally like, "All right," and he's back to pass on the forty-five. He's made it to the oh, thirty. Really? Oh, yeah. And I'm just local, like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, local coverage of uh, high school football games is even. It's almost as bad as like 
just regular baseball. No, 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 no. That's that's what I don't understand. I've only ever heard one like this. Like in Colleen, when they cover it, like they're getting into it. They're like, and he's back to the pass. Oh, he's running the thirty. He's not to the point. He's not. The town that Parker and I are from is like like, that too. I was I was like I looked at I looked at Christian. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is like the NPR version of, of football. What the hell? So yeah, it's kind of crazy. All right, Cyrus, what's the next one you'd like to share? Where was it? Tyler? Is that where that was? Yes. Well, it's Tyler. You know, I mean, I <laughs> no, no one's gonna argue with you right now. <laughs> Christy cannot hear you. Go on. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, next one I would like to talk about is. It's a YouTube channel. It's called My Life in Gaming. Mm-hmm. And these guys, there's two guys that, that run this thing. And they do new episodes every other weekend. They do a live stream on Sunday. And they focus on hardware. And they do things on some games, like rare games or, or uh, you know, like obscure games or something like that, stuff like that. But what they do is extremely heavily, like, produced. It's really, really well put together and professional looking and, and really good. And what what they're known for, what they're most known for in the retro gaming community is the extensive research and uh, videos that they've put out about how to best get old consoles on modern TVs and modern hardware and how to get the best possible picture and best possible signal and all that kind of stuff. They've uh, really done a lot of work on that. And so a lot of people will reference their videos and things like that because there's so much detail and information in there about these uh, systems, and, you know, about these, uh, like the FrameMeister, which a lot of people have never heard of, you know, um, if you don't know about retro stuff, you you probably never heard that. But FrameMeister is very well known in the retro gaming community because it's a it's like a three hundred dollar up converter. Damn. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's the like I said, there's details about that kind of stuff that these guys do a really good job of going into and showing you and explaining. They're just really cool. Um, you know, like I said, about that kind of stuff. But they, they do also look at older games, rare, obscure games, too. But everything they do is really well made, really well put together. So they uh, only got 34,000 subscribers, so it's not a huge channel. But uh, definitely should be getting probably more attention than what it gets. So awesome. My Life in Gaming. Yeah. My Life in Gaming. That sounds cool. Yeah, it does. Pretty cool. All right, Jay, what's uh, what's something else you'd like to share? Uh, I think I'll go with another YouTube channel that I like to uh, watch. And uh, it's kind of open the air, but I think I'll go with the bro science. Ha <laughs> yes. The, the bro science. Oh, yeah. That dude's hilarious. Yeah, if you've ever spent any time in the gym, just how fucking stupid this guy acts. It it fits. It works. I mean, it's spot on. But I mean, it is fucking hilarious and outrageous. And when you ever do see a video where this guy's acting himself, it's you know you know 180 compared to Dom and the Bro Science uh, channel. But it's pretty fucking funny. So what is he's doing? Is he like 
showing you how to do things horribly or? Um, well, a lot of it is, uh, just making fun of different lifters at the gym and, uh, you know, he makes fun of power lifters. He makes fun of crossfitters. Uh, hey, me too. Uh, getting a, um, your girlfriend to lift with you at the gym, like he says, you know, getting your girlfriend to lift with you is, uh, all about gentle psychological manipulation, just like doing <laughs> anal. <laughs> And oh I mean, my God. just is a it, lot of the shit in there. I is mean, it bro science life? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I mean, just some of that shit's hilarious. The powerlifting one was, you know, pretty spot on. <laughs> you know, with that being my background, there's a lot of shit that, you know, true and hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're kind of like, you're kind of watching it like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah there's, there's some of those like, dude, fuck you, you don't know. And then some of it I was like, yeah, that's pretty fucking funny. Awesome. So I, I, I wonder what my brother's take on that would be. I can imagine him going. Oh, God. Well, uh, don't, he don't have an advocate anywhere, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the precious. Um. By the way, yeah, I, I had to make that. Uh, I sent that out to everybody, so yeah. Thank uh, you. The bro science life. I have to check that out for a funny. So, um, all right, Parker, what's what's the next one you'd like to share? Uh, my next one is going to be uh, half in the bag. It is a YouTube um, series where these guys basically just do mostly mostly reviews of movies that have come out recently. Um, mm-hmm. What I like about them is that um, I agree with a lot of the stuff that they say. They're like film majors. Uh, they've made a couple movies. You know, they're in their mid-30s or so. So they've, you know, seen a bunch of movies and they talk about a bunch of movies and stuff. Um, but they have, kind of have a loose kind of funny story that goes along with them because the whole premise is that they are uh, VCR repairmen, and so all they do is drink and talk about movies. It's kind of like the little shtick thing they have going on, but um, they talk about movies, and I really enjoy what they say, and I agree with you know about 90% of what they say. Um, but yeah, they're really funny, and uh, just I, I've seen a lot of reviews of other movies that people do, and they're really boring and bland. Mm-hmm. And these guys are not, so I, I like that. And so, it's is it set in modern time, and they're still repairing VCRs? Yeah, that's kind of the whole. That's okay, part of the funny that, thing. That's well, that's why funny. they have so much time to talk about <laughs> movies. Is because no one comes to their little store. Got and it. And um, one there for a little while. They had, um, you know, they were really really busy because a bunch of hipsters started buying VCRs again. <laughs> and so they were busy for a little while, but then you know, you know they. Of course, they got out of that. But um, another cool thing they do on their site is um, they have a thing called Best of the Worst, where they ask people to send in uh, a bunch of movies and stuff. Like remember the uh, I guess mid to mid eighties to basically two thousand, where if there was a subject, someone made a how to VCR or uh, tape of how to protect your house from burglars or how to groom your dog properly. You know, there's a, a how-to tape for everything. Yes. So half of them that they watch are 
just terribly stupid things. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and then the other half is usually C-level um, sci-fi movies. Okay. So they watch about three of them together, and then they talk about them, and then they say which one was the best or the worst, and then usually if they all agree on it, they'll either destroy the worst of the worst, because they say no one should ever watch this movie. Um, but yeah, this is pretty good stuff. That so, seems really funny. I'll have to check that out. Half in the bag. Half in the bag. Yeah, they have... They probably do a couple videos a week. So the I think the last one they did was Suicide Squad. Um, mm. But yeah, they do a bunch of stuff. Sorry. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one I wanted to share, uh, this uh, this guy actually is uh, good friends with the guy that I first referenced, uh, Bill Duran. His, he goes by Evil Ted Smith. His his is the Evil Ted channel, um, and he's a prop maker. He His stuff is definitely, his videos are definitely less uh, production heavy as Bill's. Bill's are definitely got a little bit more polish to them, but... Uh, uh, this guy like literally goes through step by step. So like he's like, okay, he he did a series on how to make uh, foam armor for um, a male character, and he's like, you know, I'm not doing a specific character. He's like, I'm just trying to show you the techniques. And I mean, he goes through step by step. He explains why he does everything, and it's all in real time. Like every so often, he'll kind of speed things up, but for the most time, it's pretty much in real time. I mean, he only does cuts like he's like, all right, well, you know, eight hours later after it's dried or whatever, but he talks about it, he's like, this is why I code everything in this, and this is why I do this. But one of the other reasons I really like it is he's also very prone to, he's like, and I learned this technique from so-and-so, and he references everyone else. He's definitely like one of these guys that's like, oh, well, I figured this out. Granted, he is a real prop maker. He has made props for legitimate movies, but, you know, he just loves doing it, and he loves cosplaying. And... Uh, so he's like he's got like a three part series on making male costume armor. He's got a three parts or four part series on making female costume armor. Uh, on making helmets. On making um, 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 uh, platform boots. I mean, the guy shows. I mean, basically he's like, look, here are the basic techniques you need to do pretty much anything. And at this point, it's like, here's the technique. Now add your imagination and and go with it. And I, like I said, it's I've learned a lot from him. He's very. He also shows he's like you know, if you want to put a little money into it, you can go this route and buy this stuff and use this. But if you don't have any money, go buy this you know can of of whatever spray paint, and this will do pretty much the same job. And it's he's very down to earth. It's like you know he shows you how to put a little bit of money into it. But he also has shows you how to make it for basically nothing. And one, once again, another reason why I really like the guy is because you know he's. He's not like, oh, well, you, you have to use this technique. He's like, no, you know, use what works best for you, but this is what I found to work for me, and, and goes in, you know, and talks about it. And some of the stuff that he's made is just phenomenal. Um, I'm hoping he's going to do a series on uh, on basic LEDs and stuff like that as well. So uh, I know Bill Duran's about to start doing that, and that's uh, that's actually where I found out about some of the lights that I'm I'm going to be using for some of my future projects. So... Uh, we're getting a little long on the show, so we're gonna run through this last round. So kind uh, of, kind of give it an, abbrevi- an uh, abbreviated version. So uh, let's just run through these real quick. Lainey, what is your the final thing you'd like to share with us? Uh, my final show. It's a podcast. Um, it's kind of YouTube related. The host is uh, Grace Helbig. Mm-hmm. So she's a pretty big presence on YouTube. She's super funny. Um, but she does a show called Not Too Deep. Um, I know. 
Yeah, and apparently the original name for the show was going to be Just the Tip. So that tells you anything. But it's really funny. She has different guests, a lot of other YouTubers, and they just do like a series of questions. She kind of interviews them. They talk about whatever it is that they do online, and then they take like Twitter questions, and it's always really funny. She always she has like two questions that she asks every guest, and they're awesome. And one is, what is your worst pants shitting story? But you have to say it in three words or short phrases and you can't elaborate on it. So like hers is like college jogging front lawn and that's it. Oh god. Yeah and then the other one is like who would you most like to throw a bucket of cold spaghetti at? Yeah it's that's really. That's a good question. Yeah that's the thing is it's not like a malicious act you know. I mean, it's, it's not just, a pleasant thing to do. No, but it's like you could be doing it to be, like, because you think it would be funny. You could be doing it because you want somebody to, like, snap out of it. Like, Well, they could be, this. like, they could be hungry, you know? Yeah, like, or maybe you know that they're really hungry they're for some cold person. spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking, yeah. like, on the street, you know, like, homeless people or something. Yeah. All right, Phil Collins, I get it. Anyway, but... So, um, but yeah, she's super, it's really funny, um, and I was kind of sad, she had a E! show there for a little while that everybody was hoping would do really well, but nobody watched it, so it's nice that she still has the podcast, because she interviews all kinds of people, and it's super funny, and I love it, so if you, if you like to just listen to dumb, stupid shit to laugh during the day, I recommend it, it's really funny. Well, other than, you know, what we're doing right now. Yeah, literally. Cool. Cyrus, what's the last one you'd like to share? Uh, I'm just going to hit up my peeps real quick. Uh, first of all, uh, Leo DS, the drunk. Uh, you think I'm a drunk? He's a drunk. Check out his stuff on YouTube, Leo DS. Very funny guy. He goes into detail about computer gaming and things like that. Also plays consoles, whatever. Picky old gamer, guy that I do a, uh, a show with every week. Uh, uh, game rambling. He does a lot of news-related things about video games. What's going on in the news? Um, then there's a guy named Lord Monkus. Lord Monkus, who does uh, he he's given like breakdowns of how to run emulators, like different kinds of emulators. Um, so check his stuff out. So I just wanted to do that real quick. Just check those people out. They do cool stuff. So that's all. Oh, and I think I changed my mind. I want to be a Ghostbuster. <laughs> Too Jay, late. what's the last one you'd like to share? Killing me, dude. Oh, shit. Hey, there's not much other podcasts I listen to. Uh, not on a constant basis. Uh, so I'll go back to YouTube, and I like to watch Furious Pete. Furious Pete. Yeah, he has a whole bunch of different uh YouTube channels that uh uh that he does. He does a lot of food eating contests, you know, these big and insane crazy food eating contests. Uh he has a channel where he posts his gym videos up cuz he's uh big into weightlifting um stuff like that. I like watching the the you know, the contest, food eating contest, like the world's hottest pizza. And oh, God. Kind of like is man that, versus food. Is that where you got your idea like for your pizza? Uh, 
Kind of, but not really. I mean, Ass Destroyer 3000 that you made. Oh, uh, that, yeah, that <laughs> fucked up my anus for God. Mount Vesuvius. I haven't heard it since college. <laughs> no, I mean, I had the. What, four or five other people try it and they all text me the next day cursing my name. So, uh. <laughs> I've actually was talking about the, we're having a pitch in for my boss when she comes back from knee surgery. Uh, <laughs> they said something about me making that pizza just to put out for people to, uh, unexpectedly try. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> so, I thought about making that. Yeah, I mean, I thought about making some, uh, chili with some ghost peppers in it. Oh, jeez. Uh, pussies. Are you are you trying to like get a bunch of overtime because you're trying to kill off the other people that work there? Apparently, I'm, I might. <laughs> Everyone at his work like is like deathly afraid of like you know eating food that's sitting out in the workroom. <laughs> they just walk by and they're like, no. Parker, what's the last thing you'd like to share with us this evening? Uh, yes. Uh, my last one. Um, it's a YouTube channel. And it's called Primitive Technology. It is about a guy that basically, he's got about 20 or so episodes. And he basically starts from, he is in some forest and he makes, um, he basically starts from nothing. Everything he makes is just from stuff he has been able to build himself uh, from stones and sticks. Um... So just, an example. Uh, so just an example, like the first episode is him finding a rock and breaking another rock to make a some sort of a knife, and then he makes himself an axe by cutting down a tree, hollowing it out, putting another rock in the hole, firing it, tying it all together, and making that axe. And then from that axe, the next episode, he cuts down more trees to make a really, like, hatched roof, like grass hut roof, and then... He shows you how to make, like, baskets, like how to weave baskets together, how to make uh, clay pots, how to make a, a stove kind of kiln to fire everything. Um, now he's getting up to the point where he has a... He's always starting to smelt things, so he's starting to get some iron ore from this river that he's close to. Oh, I know that a lot. Right, yeah, just, that's just another day. Obviously. Um, yeah. yeah, he has some stuff how to... Like how to make um, like a mat, like a woven bark mat using a uh, really primitive loom. I mean, it's and he, the co- coolest thing about, it, or weirdest thing, is that he doesn't talk. He just sits down and he just shows you what he does, and that's it. Like, so this is basically videos, uh, Minecraft IRL. Yes, that's exactly what it's. Yeah, it's just him and a camera. He sets up the camera, and it's just him, and he doesn't talk. He just shows you what he does for four to ten minutes, and then that's it. And then um, the next month or so, he'll show you how he made the bow. And then, like, it's it's just really cool. If you like survival stuff or just like to see how, you know, people used to do things, I would highly recommend it. It's called Primitive Technology. Very cool. It is, yeah. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Like uh, 
the last thing uh, I wanted to share tonight actually was kind of a coin flip between two different shows, uh, and I ended up going with Nerd Lunch. Um, I actually have my friend Jay here to uh, thank for getting me started on this show. Nerd I, uh, Lunch or Nerd, nerd Lunch? Nerd Lunch. Um, they were formerly part of the Atomic Geeks po- uh, podcast network. Uh, unfortunately, the Atomic Geeks actually wrapped up their final episode last week, and um, um, the, 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 this other group of guys started listening to them and came to them and said, hey, you know, what if we started a podcast network? And so they did. They've actually got several different episodes or uh, several different shows on the kind of disbanded network now. But anyway, so there's Nerd Lunch, and it's it's three guys. It's Paxton Holly, Carlin Trammell, and uh, Jeej. And um, they've been friends in real life for the most part. I think I, I think two of them like, actually met online. But um, they do a weekly show where they have a, a fourth chair podcast uh, guest and that comes on, and um, it's very much like our show in that you know they'll sometimes they'll do drill downs on different TV shows or different movies. Uh, they'll come up with a topic and uh, and everyone has to kind of input on it. Uh, some of the cool things that they've they've done that I really like is they'll do assignments for each other. So. Um, uh, one episode in particular, uh, if you remember a while back, uh, Denny's had those, uh, um, they were based on The Hobbit. They were like, you know, different, like five or six different entrees or whatever that were based on The Hobbit movies, you know, loosely based on The Hobbit movies. So they were assigning each other a random, uh, uh, movie and then the other person would assign them a different food chain and they had to try to come up with, you know, uh, the, the Terminator, uh, menu at, at Burger King. And, you know, they had to come up with stuff like that. And it's, it's really interesting. They do talk about food. Uh, they've gone in really in depth about food before. Um, I've actually learned some stuff on there that I had, like, especially about some of the snack foods and cereals and stuff that I had no clue about. Um, but yeah, it, it's a really good show. It's really well done. Uh, they've been doing it for quite a while. They're actually, uh, at, um, this weekend is Dragon Con, which is another con that I would love to go to. It's in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and um, yeah, they're actually there right uh, right now. So they'll probably be doing their next episode from there. But uh, yeah, it's called Nerd Lunch. Uh, like I said, formerly it was on the Atomic Geeks podcast uh, podcasting network. But uh, you, if you just look up Nerd Lunch, you should be able to find them. So um, really good show, really good podcast. It's it's definitely one of the ones I look forward to listening to every week. So nice. All right, uh, that is our uh, main show for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans for the week. Would anyone would like to go first? I got one. All right, what you got, Lainey? I got a pick. Damn. Yeah, damn right. skippy. Um, I have, in fact, I was talking to Parker about this earlier. I've got a new band that I'm slowly falling in love with, and it's wonderful. It's the most wonderful feeling in the whole world. Um, it's a band called, it's, uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. Okay. I love it. It's some really good stuff. It's different than a lot of the other crap you're hearing right now, like on the radio and stuff, and just in general that's being released right now. Um, it's really good. It's very, like, bluesy and kind of old school, but it's got some elements of, like, that really good early 60s, late 50s rock and roll on it. It's... It's really, really good stuff, and they're the who I think it's the head guy that writes the songs. Like, it's just some really great songwriting. Um, awesome. But they've got one album out, and it's it's I haven't been able to stop listening to it. It's been on repeat. So, 
Um, I love it. So yeah, go check him out. He's pretty cool. If it's not your cup of tea, that whatever. But you're wrong and you're stupid. So. <laughs> and I hate you. <laughs> and I hate you. So. Well, there you go. Uh, Cyrus, <laughs> what's your pick up hand for the week? Um, I'm sorry. I don't really have any. I'm. <laughs> you caught me in an awkward moment. I'm having sure. I'm having a personal problem with my cat right now. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, I we're calling there. it. We'll we'll move it on. We'll move on from there. I understand. Um, okay. My uh, my pick for this week is Stranger Things. Christy and I finished baby. watching it. <laughs> Cannot wait for season two. Still uh, haven't seen any. They of dropped it. the trailer for season two, and I didn't even realize it because the first thing that came up said Mad Max, and I thought, oh well, they're just referencing a bunch of stuff that came out. In the 80s, which is where the show was uh, set, did not even realize they were actually listing off all of the episode titles. So, of course, some of the geeky podcasts and stuff that I listen to have already started dissecting it, trying to figure out what is this, what do these titles mean? What could this, you know, like, I, I usually don't really go into the whole, you know, spoiler thing for like movies and such, but there was something about it. Granted, I mean, they're basically hypothesizing from almost nothing at this point, but. Oh my god, if you have not watched Stranger Things, the kids on this show steal the show. They're, I mean, they're really funny actors. Uh, Jimmy Fallon actually had them on Thursday night and did this whole thing, and it was hilarious. Um, of course, I like Fallon stuff anyway, but yeah, um, Stranger Things on Netflix. If, if you've got Netflix, check it out. I mean, I honestly didn't, I thought it was going to be too sci-fi and too, uh, thriller-ish for my wife. I didn't think she would be like, no, I can't, I can't do this. She loved it. In fact, of course, as soon as it was over, she was like, so when's the next season? I'm like, they just announced it. They haven't even started filming yet. She's like, shit. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when I when I told her, I was like, yeah, apparently it will be out next year. It'll be 2017. She's like, January. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take a while, sweetheart. So, but yeah, I, I totally did not know if I was going to get her into it, and, and she loved it, and I loved it too. And I, everyone I know, the only reason I was so late to the game watching it is because I, 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 everything I heard online was like, oh my god, why are you not watching the show? Because it is so awesome. So, uh, Parker, what is your uh, pick or pain for the week? Uh, I actually have another pick as well. Okay. It uh, is a British um, TV show, well, I guess a miniseries. Um, it's mm-hmm. called... Dead set. It's a okay. uh, it's a zombie show. Okay, um, you got me intrigued. Yes, it's actually I really enjoyed this. If if anyone is a fan of like Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead, no, yes, that kind of like <laughs> there is actually a really good kind of homage to Day of the Dead, where a guy gets pulled apart by like a like you know like he's laying on the ground in that hallway, and mm-hmm. they like literally like basically rip him apart. Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of stuff. They obviously spent a lot of money. Well, it's not crazy high budget, but they spent a lot of their budget on the zombies and the gory aspect of zombie movies. Well, I guess this is more of an infected. Anyway, the premise is these people are in a Big Brother house, like, you know, the show Big Brother. And they're, obviously, they're in um, England. And obviously this infection starts happening and the only it's really cool the way they go about it. You learn by watching the people that are like running the show watch it on a TV set. But the people in the house have no idea 
and then it just kind of gets progressively worse and worse, and it just it's a five part series. All the episodes are an hour each, so you can you can watch that in a, on a weekend, and it's really good. Acting's pretty good. It just comes from a different point of view, which I thought was interesting of having these people stuck and they have to slowly figure out way why the cameras aren't moving or there's no one outside and Big Brother isn't talking to them. So it's brutal. What is this called again? It's called Dead Set. Dead Set. And it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh, shit. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to have to find this. And it's, you know, from, um, uh, was it the Channel 4 from Britain, which has all the good shows on it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, if you like old school zombies eating rubber intestines, that's your, the show for you. It has a very um, 20 days later feeling to it. So I've never watched zombie shows. Bullshit! I was about to say this sounds like this is right up our alley, Jay. <laughs> so yeah, if you if you thought that 20 days later would have been better as a five part miniseries, then this is basically the show for you. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check this out. Dead set. Jay, what is your pick or pan for the week? I got a pick and a pan. All right. I will start off with my pan. The Battlefield 1 beta. Really? I Yeah, I downloaded it to Xbox One, went to play it. it fucking, I know it's just a beta, but it is very, very disappointing, even for a beta. <laughs> I mean... Not only, you know, did you have a hard time even finding a game or a server, which I understand, but didn't have that problem on the other Battlefield beta or Call of Duty or Rainbow Six, you know, but just, and some of the stuff that made Battlefield 4 really, really cool Mm -hmm. just seems to be, even the stuff that they had in the beta back then just seems to be missing now, and it feels more, to me, Call of Duty-like. Which is, I, you know, when I play Battlefield, I want the Battlefield experience and not the Call of Duty experience. Uh, So, as of right now, you know, that was a big, you know, disappointment. So, a pan for me on that. The pick was a sausage party. Yep, Christina (laughs) and I saw it. It was, it was funny. Yeah, I mean, you cannot be uh, sensitive and watch this, uh, easily offended or, uh, you know, two PC, or yeah, you're gonna have a terrible time. Because I so mean, so there's not a safe space in this movie, is what you're saying? No, they not make really, fun no. of everybody. They're That's not just good. making fun of one religion or race or anything like that. They make fun of everyone, right. and I mean, it is brutal, which I love, and just funny as shit. I love Seth Seth Rogen movies. Well, most of them. But. So, can you confirm that there is a giant food orgy at the end of this movie? Yep. Okay, <laughs> good. Yes, yes, there is. Awesome. Yeah, and Christina the condom watched... with uh, <laughs> the yeah. condom with jizz dripping out of his mouth when he talks. <laughs> it's yeah, it's pretty rough. It's uh, I mean, it's it's funny. It's uh, take take a Seth Rogen, take the most extreme Seth Rogen movie you know of. And that's about maybe an eight, and this is at eleven. <laughs> and animated, so they yes, can kind of do whatever they want. Exactly. I mean, I mean, it is animated, so you can't take the kids. No, you can't. I mean, I, 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 I highly recommend it. No, I don't mean, do this. Don't do this, Jay. <laughs> don't. Be I mean, person. 
I, I, I could see it putting them on the Disney Channel here soon, you know? Just oh, make yeah, it into a regular sure. series. Mm-hmm. Sure you can. Uh, that is our show for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> as always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music. You can also find us at the website, epicallygeeky.com. Uh, we are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look for Epically Geeky. Uh, where can we find you uh, on the internet, Lainey? You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at It's a Lainey Bird, and that's pretty much it. So, uh, Jay, where can we find you online? Uh, it's one J Red on Instagram and something or other. Epically J Red on Twitter. Yep. And that's yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I know we can't find uh, uh, Mr. Parker anywhere online, so uh, we'll just send a raven when we need him again. Um, and unfortunately, Cyrus had to go, but uh, of course you can find him on uh, online uh, at Cyrus Martin. If you look up uh, Video Game Virus on YouTube, that's mainly where you'll find most of his stuff. Uh, he does do a show on Sundays with, like he said, the picky old gamer called uh, Game Rambling. It's on uh, at 5 o'clock on Sundays. And then, of course, you can watch it after the fact on YouTube. So um, he's actually started a couple of different little series, which I thought was interesting. One of them talking about uh, some of these, like, these games that are, like, these NES games that are, like, going for, like, $1,000 sealed in the box. And he's like, is this is this a ripoff or is this worth playing? And then he's actually, you know, emulated and playing it. And, he's, and most of the time it's like, yeah, it's either an okay game or the game sucks. I don't understand why you would still pay a thousand dollars for it, even though it's sealed in the box or whatever. So it's 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 definitely an interesting way to look at it. So, and then of course, if you want to find my uh, wacky adventures, you can follow me at Optimus on Facebook. Instagram, I know. Whenever he says wacky adventures, my wacky adventures. <laughs> yeah, we got it, so. For everyone on the site, have a good night.